extremely delicate and specialized. And because the companies or governments that buy them rarely build more than two or three of any particular type of satellite, they usually need only a few copies of each part. As a result, space missions have never benefited from the economies of scale offered by assembly lines. Enter additive manufacturing techniques, such as 3D printing and laser sintering, With a single $35,000 device, designers can quickly build things that in the past would have required all the trappings of a modern factory, custom molds, specialized robots, and conveyor belts. Additive manufacturing slashes the cost of producing a handful of parts by a factor of at least 10. Plus, no machine tooling expertise is required. Not only has it become much less expensive to construct a satellite, it is also becoming much cheaper to send it into space. Companies such as Orbital ATK and SpaceX are working to lower the costs of space launches by modularizing their vehicles, modernizing their design and fabrication workflows, and vertically integrating their manufacturing processes. These companies are still primarily focused on traditional missions involving heavy payloads, such as launching military satellites and resupplying the International Space Station. Alongside these giants, a group of more obscure startups is focusing on smaller satellites. At least a dozen companies are now developing small rockets designed to carry payloads of less than 1,000 pounds. In the past, these small payloads made up of such things as science experiments or atmospheric sensors, had to wait for room on a larger, state-sponsored rocket if they could get a ride at all. As technology has made small payloads more viable and prolific, new companies are looking to fill this niche by developing launch services that cost between $1 million and $10 million, in lieu of the $50 million to $250 million for traditional payloads. These advancements in computing, manufacturing, and launching have made space more accessible than ever before, and entrepreneurs are entering the fray. One characteristic newcomer is Tyvac Nano Satellite Systems, a small company that employs just two dozen engineers and is headquartered in a modest office park in Irvine, California. Its mission? To build satellites so inexpensive and easy to use that practically anyone can buy and launch them. The company has developed a modular system, essentially an erector set for satellites, that allows it to configure a satellite for a particular client's needs, and at a very low cost. While the average satellite in orbit costs around $100 million to build, Tyvax start at $45,000. Their clients range from well-funded high school science clubs to NASA. Given the revolution in accessibility, it's possible to imagine other non-state actors having a go at space as well. Non-governmental organizations may start pursuing missions that undermine government's objectives. An activist billionaire wanting to promote transparency could deploy a constellation of satellites to monitor and then tweet the movements of troops worldwide. Criminal syndicates could use satellites to monitor the patterns of law enforcement in order to elude capture or a junta could use them to track rivals after a coup. Time to Plan The democratization of space will pose new challenges for policymakers, 
Given that, for the most part, the existing legal framework has effectively applied to only a handful of states, the Outer Space Treaty outlined four basic concepts. The parties agreed to keep space open for exploration and use by all states, take responsibility for all activities conducted from within their borders, whether carried out by governmental or non-governmental entities, assume liability for damage caused by their space objects, and cooperate with one another and provide mutual assistance. Nearly all the international space agreements and national space policies in place today are built on those principles. But much has changed in the nearly 50 years since the treaty was signed. Today, 12 countries host a total of 26 public and private launch facilities, and the pace of technological change is dizzying. The diplomats and lawyers who drafted the treaty